Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Laura Brodnick. And I'm Chelsea McLaughlin. And Chelsea, over the weekend, there was a star-studded event that we were not invited to. That's okay. (laughs) I think the invitations got lost in the mail. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it was in Australia, I don't think we would have been on that guest list, but that's okay. It was the premiere of Beyonce's new movie, Renaissance, a film by Beyonce, which is, I don't want to say the same as Taylor Swift, because these are not the first people to film their concerts and put into a movie, but the same kind of vibe. It's her concert that she's recently been touring that has been put into a movie and now released for the plebs like us who probably not get to see her live. <laughs> yeah, because as far as I can tell, I think the tour is over, just like full stop, done, didn't quite make it to Australia, which is devastating. But yeah, we can go to the cinemas and watch it. I might go, hopefully it's on like IMAX or something, see it in huge, just like ginormous Beyonce right in front of my eyeballs. I kind of need that. Yeah, because I didn't see the Taylor Swift one because I don't want spoilers for the tour, <laughs> but because I think there's no danger of I'm me spoiling. I'm literally watching a oh, tour right what? now. So Guys, she just pulled up her phone. She's got a Taylor Swift tour live streaming. Are you watching that while you're podcasting? Yeah, I can double task. Okay, well, if Chelsea suddenly goes quiet, then you'll know Taylor Swift's done something. Speaking of Taylor Swift, there were a lot of celebrities at Beyonce's premiere, which, of course, along with her Destiny's Child bandmates, Michelle Williams, not the actress who voiced Britney Spears' <laughs> memoir. It's confusing. In this case, the more popular Michelle Williams and Kelly Rowland, along with like a heap of other stars. And a lot of people were saying, well, where the hell is Taylor Swift? Because Beyonce walked the red carpet at Taylor Swift's premiere and there was all those pictures of them hugging. But I feel like Taylor Swift's quite busy right now. Yeah, she was on stage in Sao Paulo in Brazil, so obviously couldn't make it. The guest list was like... There were a lot of really incredible people at this, though. Also, I love that no matter what, the Destiny's Child women will always come out and support each other. Just, like, for the rest of time, I feel. I watched that Coachella clip where they come out when she was performing that time because I think that's the first time in such a long time that we'd seen the three main members of the band that were together at the height of their fame perform together. Gives me chills every time. From what I've read of a couple of reviews that have come out from that premiere, it has a similar vibe to Homecoming. So there's obviously the tour and you get to watch that, but there's also sort of like the behind the scenes of the preparation and Beyonce sort of reflecting on various moments. So I feel like if it's anything like Homecoming, it's going to be like one of the greatest things you'll watch. Yeah, I wonder if there'll be like a controversy that comes out of this because Beyonce has been very controversy because she's so private and Mm. people love her and like that's a good thing. But I feel like the last big public reckoning she had was those scenes in Homecoming where she's getting on the scale and talking about losing weight and people are like, this is toxic diet culture, all that sort of stuff. And then since then, we haven't seen a peep of her real life. It's so curated. And I do wonder if that was intentional and if something will come out of this. If And she'll be like, oh, God, every time I lift the curtain a little bit for these people, they just take it too far. The only thing I've kind of seen so far is that there's clips of Blue Ivy Carter who's yes. been performing with her mum, getting some terrible feedback from concert goers that her dancing wasn't good and Beyonce is quite heartbroken for her because I think she's trying to protect her from that public glare that she has. 
But then apparently Blue Ivy's like, I'm just going to dance better. Mm. I'll just take this feedback on board. She's her mother's daughter. Like that's some Beyonce work ethic right there. Also that Beyonce had knee surgery a month before she started on the rehearsals for this. Those are kind of the two big takeaways people have had from the premiere. Yeah, which is like wild because if you see those dance moves, like no human body should move like that. It's like it's very (laughs) otherworldly the way she can like her stage presence. So dancing on an injury. Oh, that woman. Anyway, we'll we'll look further into that. There's a controversy. We'll, we'll let you know. <laughs> Don't worry about that. But coming up on the show today, from one controversy to another, mm. I need another word to fill that in because it's an <laughs> overused word on this show. Jamie Lynn Spears is a contestant on the latest season of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here UK. And she is attempting this big redemption arc after everything that's happened in the public eye between her and Britney Spears. And I've got to say, it has not been going well, but not for the reasons you think. So today we're going to delve into that. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. So it's not uncommon for celebrities to use reality TV as a way to revive their careers or sort of, you know, restore their reputations, have a bit of a redemption arc in the public, especially shows where celebrities can appear like raw, unpolished. If they're not wearing makeup, that's a bonus. And so I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here is kind of the perfect example of this. And I think what it does better than maybe any other reality show is offer like a relatively unedited platform because of the nature of the show. It's filmed sort of, you know, 12 hours max before it goes to air. So there's really not the time to kind of chop and change. So what you see is what you get, sort of. It's where celebrities can get candid in a unique, genuine way around the campfire with their mates in situations where cameras aren't super obvious. So you might see them let their guard down a little bit after days of connection and trust building and also like eating bugs and dealing with snakes and stuff, just like chaos in the jungle. On our Australian version, a lot of local celebrities have talked about how the show was sort of a major turning point in their career. So Brendan Favola, for example, he really brought his career back to life in 2016 by winning the show. So if you don't know who he was, he started as a former footy player and then pivoted to a radio host. You also have others like Abby Chatfield, Casey Donovan, who have really spoken about winning their seasons and how they grew their fan bases from that. And now they're pretty booked and busy and at least in our bubbles, like universally beloved, I think. Yes. So long story short, these kinds of shows can be a game changer for someone needing a bit of public goodwill, which might explain why Jamie Lynn Spears agreed to join the British version of the series, which is currently being filmed here in Australia and airing in the UK. But Laura, as you said, it is not going well. Exactly. And like, as you're saying, this kind of show, along with, I think, SAS Australia, like we've spoken about before, are two shows that work that redemption arc hard. I can kind of see why Jamie Lynn Spears, who has had, I mean, a pretty tumultuous life in general, but the last few years, the public opinion has turned against her in such an extreme way. I can see why she thought going on this show would be a good idea. 
And I think the tone was set pretty immediately when she entered and she introduced herself as... My name is Jamie Lynn Spears and I'm best known for being an actress and a singer. I would think that maybe all of these sprints would be like, who is this dumb redneck coming on here? Can anyone tell us what this southern girl is saying? Best known as an actress. Look, I watched Zoe 101. But yeah, I you just know her don't... as Zoe. It was not her name. Yes. <laughs> I didn't watch that show. I just don't think that's true. I don't mean to become the Jamie Lynn apologist, but I feel like I have to, in some cases, push back a bit against, you know, the public opinion of her because the avalanche of hate and vitriol and public outcry that she got <laughs> for that little clip, I don't know if it was quite justified in line because, I mean, she is a singer and she has been working as a singer and actress for many years, but she is best known as Britney Spears' little sister. Mm. And I do wonder how much of that came out in editing or maybe she said I refuse to say Britney's name which is kind of shitty because then she says it in the jungle a lot (laughs) so they're in there and that promo came out and it went very badly and it also set her up to be very much the hated person of the season what's interesting too is that she had just come off with Dancing with the Stars in America and in America that is a huge, huge, huge franchise. They're obsessed with it. Yeah, it's amazing. I went really deep on Dancing with the Stars over like last week yeah. because they had a Taylor Swift week. Oh, sure. But it was, she did so the it video was, message for it. It yeah. was all over my algorithms. And I could not believe the amount of intense fandom that this show had. There were people that had like dedicated stan accounts for Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah. It's ginormous. And like they get proper, you know how like, no offense, we love you all, <laughs> but how here we have Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. And some of them are not stars. Yeah. In the US, a lot of them are like, like Alison Hannigan did it. I'm like, mm. girl, what are you doing at Zoti Gomez? I was like, yeah. you're a Marvel star. You're a Marvel movie star right now. And Harry Jowsey. What Jowsey's. are you doing? Oh, but Harry Jowsey's had a redemption arc on there. So weird. He got the story that Jamie Lynn Spears wanted because she got voted out after two weeks. And because they have those, it's not quite the humiliation factor of mm. I'm a celeb, but they do have all those behind the scenes, them breaking down the dance studios and overcoming things. And some people really have had these big redemption arcs. So she got shafted from there pretty fast, jumped straight into I'm a Celeb, and I guess was thinking that this was her chance. But also you get paid a lot of money for I'm a Celeb. And she definitely, as one of the bigger names in the cast, would have got paid a lot. Exactly. So she went with that and you thought that maybe that was just her promo. Once she gets there, she's going to shake it off. But then she went into some other stories about her famous sister and her family and herself that caused just as much backlash. And after the break, we're going to get into the reason why. I think where Jamie Lynn may have got off on the wrong foot in this series is that I'm not quite sure what her tactic is with the overarching Britney of it all. And I think going into the jungle, she had to have known that Britney was kind of going to be a shadow on her back, right? And she seems like at the very beginning, she's not really comfortable in talking about that. She had another campmate, Josie Gibson, asked her, like, you're from a very musical family, aren't you? And she said, yeah, my mum played the piano a lot. And that's really all she said. Sweet girl. And it's just like there's such an obvious elephant in the room. And then it seemed like she changed tact a little bit because then she decided to talk about Britney after all. Again, I don't mean to be a Jamie Lynn Spears apologist, although I've got to say, I don't think she's quite the demon mastermind people are making her out to be, but you've got to think that she's damned either way. Yeah, totally. If she goes in there and only talks about Britney Spears, then she's accused of still peddling her sister's name for her own fame and using her and all that sort of stuff. And if she doesn't bring her up at all and refuses to talk about her, which when she first went on the show, there was some sort of speculation that had she signed something or had Britney blocked her from talking about her, 
I never thought that could be true because I thought surely the producers would not have put her on that show if there was any kind of a block on Britney Spears' questions. That's just a bad business decision. They would have wanted her on the show for the Britney factor. Well, that's why they wanted someone like Caitlyn Jenner on there. And obviously Caitlyn Jenner is very famous in her own right. But to be fair, the reason they would have wanted her I'm a celeb is they wanted dirt on the Kardashian family, which over time she did give little bits and pieces. The only one that was really was Chloe. Honestly, it's been five, six years, and I really haven't talked to her since. Caitlin, do you think she's more thinking about herself? She's not thinking about you. I don't know. You know, I don't know what it is, and that's all I can say. But why would she so be we never, you? Yeah, we never, and Chloe and I were really close. Without that, Caitlyn Jenner is, it just feels like there's a big part of the story missing, yes. and the same thing with Jamie Lynn Spears. So at first she didn't say anything, and then she started sort of saying a little bit here and there, and then she owned up to being Britney Spears' sister. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking turn of events. I'm sure, like, celebrities in the UK, like, maybe everyone doesn't know who Jamie Lynn is. Maybe a few of her campmates hadn't been completely across her story, but... Britney Spears. Everyone knows that name on some sort of level. So it kind of felt like at first things were going a little bit okay. She was just dropping a few little bits here and there. But then she started off this story, and I think it's her initial choice of words, where she starts talking about Britney Spears losing at the Grammy Awards in the year 2000. And she starts off by saying, want to hear something embarrassing, and sets it up before going on to tell this story. She was up for her first Grammy. It was her and Christina. Like Britney was clearly the bigger star of that year. She'd worked her off. She lost. Who won that? The, Christina won it. And by the way, don't wrong, Christina was wonderfully talented. But that year, I mean, come on, Britney was like, let's be honest, Britney was like, Britney was it. Britney, like always. Again, like the story itself couldn't have been that bad. It's that bit at the beginning where she's talking about being embarrassing. So then people were very upset about Jamie Lynn Spears telling this story because the sentiment was, well, you've held back so much on talking about your famous sister. And then all of a sudden you just drop into conversation, want to hear something really embarrassing about one of Britney's biggest public humiliations that she hasn't gone in depth on that Mm. I'm telling now for a bit of currency. Right. And there's so many more positive, iconic Britney stories that you could maybe tell. Yeah, it was a strange choice. I also think that it was one of those ones that was always going to make a dear because people love the Christina Britney thing. Like that'll never not be interesting to a lot of people. It's interesting to see the response to this because obviously Britney fans are like, how dare you? And then the general public is also like, how dare you? It's really, really interesting that everyone's kind of fallen into one particular line. Yeah, exactly. But also to clarify on this, again, not to keep, just to, just to kind of keep our minds <laughs> Just in being, case no one Don't be taken aware. in by the editing, guys, because we do know these people are being filmed 24 hours a day. Yeah. We don't know what other Britney stories. It looks like she just dropped this story and was like, want to hear this humiliating thing that happened to my sister. We don't know that she hasn't told 10 lovely Britney Spears no, stories. True. I just And yeah, this one has The just editing been, just got me just there. Exactly. I mean, also she did say it, but, you know, watching what you say of 24 hours must be a lot. Mm-hmm. What's also interesting here is that Jamie Lynn Spears has had, apart from her sister, which I know that's why she's famous, but she has had an incredibly interesting life and a very difficult life. And so much of what she wrote about in her book wasn't about her older sister, Britney Spears. It was about her life growing Mm. up. And I know a lot of it came off as a bit like spoiled brat. Why didn't you help your sister? You're lying, all that sort of stuff. But I think especially talking about her pregnancy and her family life over the years, like she has had a really tough time from being like a young child star on a Nickelodeon show, finding out she was pregnant. And she writes in the book and touches on also in the show the fact that she was essentially locked away for a huge amount of time because of the public humiliation that she was facing and like the internal also from her family and her team because she they were all making money 
money off her, very mm. much like Britney. So she was like a possession. I had to go hide away um, for a long time. What do you mean you went uh, hide away? Because they were relentless. I was like, I moved to Mississippi and literally hid, put a gator on me. But you disappeared completely from... I had 20 paparazzi on me every day. I, I went, to, but they wouldn't leave me alone. They came and lived in Mississippi, middle of nowhere. It was horrible. And so I was like, I hated it so much. I just wanted to be normal because I wanted my baby to be normal. Yeah, and I do not doubt that for a second because if you think about everything that her sister's gone through with paparazzi and also with the conservatorship and her parents and all of that, and I know Jamie Lynn's tied into that, but it makes sense that Jamie Lynn would have gone through a similar really hard time when she was going through that. I find it really interesting because typically on these shows, when you have someone that would, if they've gone through something like this, if they're just opening up about a really like hard traumatic time, and especially if you have a mother that's kind of like crying about, you know, she misses her children, that kind of thing, normally audiences would eat that up. And here on British TV, you have Jamie Lynn and she's crying about how, you know, she misses her family. And another one of her campmates in a clip is like, it's kind of like how I miss my cats. And then that becomes the story and everyone is now just laughing at her. It's interesting that the public is responding to her so differently to, I think, how they would respond to almost anyone else that had gone through the same thing but wasn't Jamie Lynn Spears, didn't have that same last name. Yes, exactly. It's so interesting because she is so ripe for a redemption arc and she's exactly the kind of person in any other circumstance that people watching this show would gravitate towards and have these emotional sort of feelings about and look at her in a different light. And I think what's interesting about this is not so much the hatred of Jamie Lynn Spears, although it's gone a bit too far now, guys, and probably pull back a little bit at this stage, is the fact that it's not about Jamie Lynn Spears, as it never is, poor girl. It's tied so much. (laughs) Once a little sister, always a little sister. It's tied so much to just our complicated feelings around Britney in general. Everyone was always like, if Britney could just tell her story, everything would be fine. And now she has and things are worse, it looks like, anyway, behind the scenes. So instead... It's like, who can we attack? And that's why I think everyone went so hard for Justin Timberlake, who came off pretty badly in the book. But I don't think like taking him and his family and his kids down is going to have any kind of effect on Britney Spears at this stage of the game. And it's the same thing with people attacking her sister. Like they think they're helping the Britney cause, but it's just muddying the waters. And it's all because it's so complicated and we just see an easy target. It's just so easy just to like attack a young woman. The conclusion that Brittany came to in her book was that she wasn't a victim and she didn't see herself as a victim yeah. and she didn't want to be seen as a victim. But we don't believe her. We, we don't want to believe her because she's not behaving in the way that we want her to behave and she's not, you know, giving us bangers all the time like we want her to be a good pop star. She is a victim in our minds and so in order for her to be a victim, we have to then have bad people doing bad things to her and I don't think that Jamie Lynn is going to be able to escape that you know, whether she deserves to or not, there's a whole lot of complicated things here. But she's never going to be able to escape that being a bad person towards her sister because we aren't allowing Brittany to not be the victim, I think. Yeah, exactly. And we're only sort of at the starting point of I'm a slip getting me out of here, UK. We haven't sort of seen the whole story unfold. So I think it'll be interesting to see if the show can turn it around or whether she does go home soon and the last bit of her legacy of being on a reality TV show is using her sister's name for fame. So it's just one of those really complicated situations, I think, but I think so much of it comes back to the overall complication of Britney Spears and that's still really ongoing. Thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. This episode of The Spill was produced by Taylor Strano with audio production by Scott Stronach. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au and on The Spill Instagram. Bye. Bye. Na 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 na